0: leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and thanks for joining me. It's Sunday the 23rd of May and here's the very latest on travel and destinations from the Green List. Today I'm picking up three questions all to do with the government's traffic light system that I hope will shine some red, amber and green lights on changes this summer. The podcast is completely free but if you want to support us please subscribe to my new weekly travel email Simon Calder's Travel Week, also free and you can sign up at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters. Now, Rachel asks, could the government give us a clear rationale as to why my fully vaccinated or tested American friends and family can't come to my wedding in the UK in July, but unvaccinated people from Portugal can? Well, Portugal is the only major country on the green list that British people can reasonably go to. The U.S. is on the amber list, along with the vast majority of other nations. And that means that they are perfectly welcome to come to the U.K. Um, They wouldn't be from a red list country, but they are from the U.S., But they need to take a test before departure. They'll need to pre-book two PCR tests on day two and day eight of their stay. They need to go straight into self-isolation when they get here. And they can take an extra test after five days, which would allow them to get out and enjoy your wedding as long as it's negative. That's a very different position from anyone who's in Portugal now. They can come to the UK, they'll still have to have a test before they board a plane, they'll still have to fill in a form, they still have to book one PCR test when they arrive, but they will be allowed in, and that's a reflection of relative infection rates. It's also a reflection of the fact that the UK government is simply not interested in anybody's test results. It is simply irrelevant. Now, I quite a lot of dollars that by the time your wedding comes along in July, and congratulations by the way, that the US will be on the green list and it won't be that difficult for British people to get into the US conversely. So I would simply relax. The American president, Joe Biden, will lift the presidential proclamation he has banning people from traveling from the UK to the US and conversely, we will then in the UK put the US on the green list so things will open up it does seem though really tricky and unfair next question from Dren how much notice will those in amber destinations get to return home if that country is put on the red list while there well we've had talk and I've discussed it before of the green watch list this is the idea that if you're in a green country before it goes amber it will go on a green watch list and you'll get a week or two's warning and that means that you can make plans accordingly however we've not talked about what happens if it's an amber destination and it switches to red which of course means that you will then need to go into hotel quarantine when you arrive at tremendous expense now the background here is that, of course, at the start of the coronavirus pandemic, there was utter shambles and upset and stress. Um, The shutters suddenly went up all over the place. Uh, the, The frontiers came down or whatever they did. And a lot of people found themselves on the wrong side of someone else's lockdown. I know I was in Egypt and I'd spend an awful lot of money on a flight direct home to make sure I was able to escape. So there are no guarantees and if you look at a country like Denmark, you might remember that back in October, there were suddenly concerns about variants of concern spreading into mink farms in that lovely country. And immediately, anybody coming in from Denmark was effectively put on what was, at the time, the red list. They had to go straight home. They had to self-isolate. They couldn't be in contact with anybody. Their friends and family they were living with had to to self-isolate as well. All flights were cancelled. That was probably an overreaction, but we didn't know at the time. So let's give them some slack. But to go into hotel quarantine would be very serious. A cost for one person of £1,750 or £2,400 for two people. And of course, the stress and uh, discomfort of being at a hotel on isolation row in Heathrow instead of being sitting comfortably at home. Home. So let me just look at how the red list has expanded. We were actually given weeks of notice that it was going to be introduced, and that's why people from places such as Brazil, South Africa, the first round of the red list, were given weeks of notice that there would be something coming in. Also, turned out, ironically, Portugal was on the red list. And then when it was expanded, we've had generally five to six days' warning. For India, it was a little less, about three to four days, but coming back from Turkey, for instance, um, people had plenty of chances to get back without too great expense from Pakistan. I think there was six days warning there, and lots of extra charter flights was were laid on in order to allow people to get under the wire. I imagine that we will get the same degree of warning of a country going into the red list, certainly when... On May the 7th, uh, the Transport Secretary, Grant Shapp, said that Turkey was going on the red list. Everyone had from Friday until the following Wednesday to get back. So I imagine that will happen unless there are some very extreme circumstances. Finally, Christian wants to know why EasyJet are cancelling flights without explanation. He says all flights to Fuerteventura in uh, June are now cancelled. Do they know something... We don't, or are EasyJet going under? Let me start with the last part of this. They're certainly not going under. The markets, investors, think uh, we know that EasyJet is a brilliantly run airline. It has good long-term prospects and will pump in whatever money is needed in order to keep it going because we believe that after the coronavirus pandemic is over, it will be in a very good, strong position. Having said that, EasyJet this week announced losses of £701 million. They do not want to add to that by running half empty flights where people have only paid 30 quid. I've had a look at the flights. They've actually got a very small number of flights out at the end of May and coming back uh, in early June entirely to cope with. Uh, the half-term holidays, what the um, children will do coming back from that amber list country, we do not know. Um, On the Foreign Office, of course, it's a green list country in the sense that uh, there is no warning against travel there, but you are certainly subject to quarantine 10 days when you get home. So what EasyJet is looking at is presumably predicting that Fuerteventura and the rest of the Canaries won't be on the green list until much later, probably the end of June, um, maybe early July. So they're starting flights from the 1st of July, but they simply cannot afford to lay on flights which are going to be empty and much better to cancel them all now. Bear in mind that when an airline, if you're booked on it, cancels a flight, you do not simply have to accept the refund or the rebook you can say, actually, I really need to go to Fuerteventura on that particular day, let's say the 15th of June. And therefore, you're now responsible for finding me a flight that will do it. And they will need to buy you a ticket on a different airline in order to get you there. So it's quite straightforward. But this is ultimately all brought about because of the government's approach to the green list. They are perfectly happy that there is a complete lack of certainty among airlines, among passengers. And that's reflected, of course, in people simply not booking. And it will continue for as long as they believe there is a risk. We know that they are not uh, particularly keen on anyone traveling anywhere, particularly not to the amber countries. So that's all for now. Thank you for listening. Don't subscribe uh, Don't forget to subscribe and review if you possibly can. And do sign up to my new weekly travel email, Simon Calder's Travel Week, also free and packed with lots of stuff. You can do that at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters. Talk to you tomorrow. Goodbye.